Welcome back to Mango Talks, where we break the stigma and talk about everything from colorism to toxic aunties. We're your hosts. I'm Elena. And I'm Sushmita. This episode, we wanted to talk about something that we have all felt, especially if you're like us in a transitional stage of life, like going to college or starting high school, dealing with toxic competitiveness, imposter syndrome, and finding your own path. Especially, I feel like this is something to touch on. Like, I feel like it's valid in every single community, obviously, but I also feel like it's very, very prominent in the brown community and immigrant household. And I feel like this kind of touches on our other episode slightly because I like a lot of the times it's the pressure our parents instill in us and like tell us about like you have to do good in school. You have to do like be this way, be this person, you know. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of um, immigrant kids feel like they have very few career choices, at least very few career choices that are considered acceptable like it's either going into stem or business maybe law and like that's about it like any like creative pursuits are usually like shunned upon i would yeah. say and it's not that you can't do it. i mean obviously you can't like at one point you're 18 you're- whatever you're an adult you can do whatever you want but we know that's not always the case with like immigrant families yeah. because you have that sense of like responsibility to pay them back and I think that ends up allowing us to, like, exactly not only choose a career that we want. I feel like a lot of us, like, from a young age, we just decide on a path. <laughs> Doctor, engineer, you know, we just decide on the path. Do we know why? Not really. Maybe some of us do. Maybe some of us, like, actually have a real passion. And, like, that's something I'm kind of facing, like, right now, right? So, like, ever since I was a kid, I'd be like, you know, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a doctor. Like, that's what I want to be. And it never really hit me, like, I need to question this until like mid junior year, right? And I was just like, wait, like this is something I'm gonna have to do with the rest of my life. Like becoming a doctor, the med field is such a like long process and a grueling process and I have to like actually like it. And I never I realized I never really gave my chance the opportunity to explore or think about any other field or what I like, right? And I feel like that's also something that's so hard to do. And like I know like for me and like I kind of regret this I wish I explored a little bit more in high school I just stuck with the same extracurricular same path because I was afraid of falling behind my peers because I was afraid of like you know if I switch right now I will already be so like far back mm-hmm. like what am I gonna do like let me just stick to this yeah. you know yeah for sure I think um I don't know if that's like a good way about going about it though because in most cases, I feel like we end up in, let's say, college, whatever. You're going the med school path, you end up in med school, and then you sit there at, like, yeah. second year of med school, and you're like, fuck, is this really what I wanted to be doing? Like, and, like at that point, like, it sometimes yeah. feels like it's too late then, you know? And, like, for me, I went into high school thinking I was going to be a doctor, um, and I actually started off... I loved fashion since I was little. I was like, I am obsessed with it. I love everything about it. I, if I wasn't in STEM, I would 100 be pursuing fashion. But let's, it's it's okay, whatever. We come to terms with it. But um, I ended up thinking I was gonna be okay, a doctor because I do love medicine. I love biology. I love everything about that. So I was like, you know what? I really care about this profession. I really think I can do it. And then I got to junior year, and I definitely said this before, but I got to junior year chemistry, and I said, 
fuck this. There's no way I can do it. And I was like, you know what? I need a backup. And backup was engineering. And I ended up um, saying I'm going to be a computer scientist. So then I scrambled, you know, tried to change some extracurriculars or whatever. Submitted to colleges, asked a comp sci preference. And then I got accepted with the computer science preference at whatever the university I'm currently going to. And then I started really thinking about it. And I was like, is computer science even what I want to do? Like, do I know the first thing about code? No, I don't. So then I was like, oh my God, what's like the easier path to get almost the same degree? And then I switched to data science. And then I'm like, okay, I got this. And then I started doing all the research that's required for data science. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to do all this coding and all these projects and all this shit. And then I was like, okay, I got to do this now. I got to do this now. I got to do this now. And I was in this constant rush and I'm like trying to do it. And then I'm like, do I even enjoy this? Like, is this what I want yeah. the rest of my life to be? Like, if it's something I enjoy learning, like if it was like, a biological process or something like that i'd find it fascinating like i would love to learn that i think this would be like the coolest shit ever like yes let's talk about neurons but like do i really want to figure out how one comma makes all the difference in like the code no not really so then i was like maybe i should go back to medicine and um take a second because i feel like and right now i'm just confused i'm not even gonna lie yeah (laughs) that's that's the moral of the story but what i'm trying to get at is that it's just just forcing yourself to be in that rush, forcing yourself in that path literally sets you up for failure. Literally, I know very little people that have forced themselves into a path and actually have stuck with mm-hmm. it. Like my best friend, whatever, um, she she's one of like both actually, yeah, both of like whatever, both of my best friends are both going to do med mm-hmm. and they're both incredibly smart, incredibly like talented or whatever. One is like a super, super chill. Like I would be shocked if she actually cared but she's like she's chill she's fine with it so she doesn't care so it kind of fits her or whatever the other one is still confused like she yeah. switches from med to comp site almost every day and i'm like and she also like forced herself down there like i'm gonna be a doctor path and then i have another best friend who has wanted to be a lawyer since she was a kid she has been truly passionate about it it is truly something that she has cared about and i see that i see that she cares and i see that she's passionate and that's so different because she doesn't question whether she wants to be a lawyer in this terms of whether she thinks she would like it. That has never been like something she's questioned. And then I have um, my boyfriend never cared about what he was going to go into. He never once really thought about it. He just he just like did what he liked and he ended up figuring out like a path that he really liked. And he is going to be a data scientist and that's something he really likes and he's interested in. And then there's people like me. And a lot of other people that have forced themselves down this path because we think that's like right mm-hmm. or like that's like fitting and we end up just more stuck yeah and more confused. Like that's like my biggest thing. Like I feel like I have so much anxiety around going to college. So long. And like I literally don't even feel like opening my college email <laughs> and like looking at my class because I'm just like I have so much to do. Like I need to figure things out like this summer. Like I need to know what I'm doing or else I'm wasting my money mm-hmm. uh, in college. Like I will be taking these classes. What if it's useless? What if I completely change my path no. and I waste like like ten days? Okay, yeah. Like like wh- why did I have that ten right. Like what did I do? Right. You know. And I feel like there's so much anxiety around it just because like we don't like necessarily know like her passion like Mm -hmm. i don't even know how like what how to know if i'm passionate about something like i like i like medicine like when i went to india i did some like like rounds and i did some like shadowing right and i thought like 
like being able to be there for people and like diagnosing people and like that patient doctor interaction was like really cool and really wholesome right but then i was like thinking about there's so much there's also a lot more yeah to becoming a doctor and you have to like every part of it right mm-hmm. and like i feel like it's so hard because i don't know like when you know you're like completely passionate about something and i feel like that's also like like i know like when i'm like your friend that wants to be a lawyer right like she's so lucky to have a passion but that is like not a lot of people yeah you know like knowing what you want to do and like knowing that that is like what you like is so different because everyone's on a different path and i think for a lot of people this because we're already in such a competitive environment for a lot of people it's just easier to force yourself on the path because it's like if it doesn't go well we can just blame our parents yeah and be like you forced me to be a doctor i never fucking wanted this whatever but if it's something that you truly want like you want chose a creative pursuit and it fails that falls on you yeah that is your burden to carry you have no one to blame for that and i think that's really scary and i think like if you are in high school right now my biggest advice is just try everything try the classes you think you like try the classes you think you might not like try the sports you like try the sports you might not like the clubs because you don't know what small thing will lead you to finding what you like and in high school you're not wasting any money Exactly. And you're not wasting time because that time is valuable because either you waste it in high school or you waste time and money in college. Yeah. So right now is like if you are in high school, this is the best like time to be doing this shit. Like just try everything. And I think it's just so easy to get caught up in like the toxic competitiveness of it. And especially like now I see like my sister's grades or the grades get, like oh young. <laughs> and I just see the competition between them like. I'm trying to get into a good college and like the college will come if you're yeah. passionate about what you do and that is just such a like not emphasized enough like point exactly and i feel like it's such a thing like some people say it like colleges will know if you actually like what you're doing or you're just doing it to try and gain the system but that is so true like there's something in admission officers that they just like they just know okay they just know if you actually really like something yeah or you don't you know so like don't try and game the system like that's a mistake that i tried doing like i tried doing everything like picture perfect you know like what what is the student supposed to do you know like have extra curriculars start clubs get a good score on the sat or attempt to get a good score on the sat fuck the sat anyways <laughs> all about weapons get a good gpa and like you can have all that but what i lost admits trying to get that was like finding out what i actually liked like yeah like exploring like it's not it's not worth it because like maybe medicine is for me but i will never be able to confirm that i wouldn't have liked another thing more and like that's the loop i'm in right now because i'm like i like medicine but what if i love something else yeah and if you have like a creative pursuit pursue it especially like if even if it's on the side like even if you're in college even if you're in high school just pursue it like, just do something in the small because you do not know how good it might turn out. Like, this podcast itself was one of me and, like, Sushi's random, like, passion project that we were, like, like, oh, my God, you should have seen, like, our early meetings talking about it. We were, like, we were, like should we do it? <laughs> we knew nothing about a podcast. We knew nothing about an RSS. We, we like, didn't know like, any- so we're trying to find, like, little sneaky ways to try and get a free RSS feed. <laughs> but uh, we, we tried everything. And, like, I think this podcast has, like, helped me so much. Yeah. I have definitely loved it. And I've had 
so many great opportunities solely because of this. And it's something that I started so small, like something I didn't expect anything to come out of. And we're obviously not even like a big podcast. It's something like so small and something literally me and Sushi just do for fun. Yeah. But it's just, you just never know what can like bring you happiness. Exactly. I feel like we're just like recording our like normal conversations that we have like inquire all the time, (laughs) right? Except I also... It's like crazy to think about like like it's so easy for me to say now and like I bet you've heard this a million times like people telling you like don't do what people tell you to do in high school like or you know, college too or, or like, college exactly like, it's just like government like parts of life it's a cycle that people just you know face you make these mistakes in high school you get to college you say you're not going to do it again you do the same yeah. thing again you graduate college you do the same thing again and especially in the environment like peer pressure competition mm-hmm. toxic competition when people around you, like, especially at our high school, I feel like it was like this. Like, when people around you are doing a certain thing, like, let's say everyone was getting getting research at who knows where. Or, like, starting this club. And then you're like, shit, I'm behind. I need to do that. Yeah. So then you go and do that. Why did you do that? You don't really know. Do you really like this club? You don't freaking know. Yeah. But you started it. And I think a lot of it just comes from, like, understanding that you're seeking validation from, like, others i think that's just really important because i think a lot of people that struggle with competition or like just like that competitive like mindset it's just like you want to feel like you're better like you want to feel that you are qualified you want to feel like you're better than whoever you're competing with you know whether that's like your whole grade or just like one person and i just think that just comes from like wanting validation and i don't think it stops in high school it definitely carries out into college because your mindset doesn't always change with the environment you're in. It just, you have to put in the effort to do that. Yeah. And I feel like it's so hard to stray away from the path you see everyone else following. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do it. I'm going to try. Like, but like, it's actually like unbelievably hard because you're so afraid of the possibility of like fucking that up. And then like, if you fuck that up, it's on you. Like, you can't blame the system. Like right now, I feel like I'm blaming the system. I'm like, it's a toxic competition that made me like only do this not think about anything else you know like blah 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 blah. but when you stray away like what you're saying like it's on you yeah and on the opposite side of the spectrum is like the imposter syndrome side you know like feeling like like you're like one side of you it's like struggling with the competition and needing the validation and then when you get that validation it's like do i deserve it it was it actually worth it like are they actually praising me for something I actually did? Or, like, was I just faking it, you know? Yeah. Like, did I just fake my way here, you know? Yeah. And I think that, like, feeling of imposter syndrome is so real because no matter how you, much you feel that you earned it, like, there's, like, a tiny little thing in your head that's like, no, you didn't. Someone else deserved it more than you. Exactly. And you took that spot. And then it's, like, and then it's like you don't, you don't trust yourself to be there. Like, this is something, like, I fall into a lot. I'm like, no, it was definitely just luck. Like, I didn't <laughs> got this because of, like, luck you know and it's like trusting yourself is something that's so hard like for me like one of the biggest things that like this would be like kind of niche but I do not trust my memorization abilities solely because in one time in middle school like there was a speech competition and like I was dealing with a lot of other shit in middle school it's always middle school like middle school is the problem skip it anyways um um, like there was this like public speech competition and like it's something that people have been preparing for like months. Even I've been preparing for months. I came up on that stage, apparently memorized my speech, right? 
I came up on the stage. Halfway through my speech, I freeze. Really? In front of every single person in the audience, I froze for like a good three minutes. And that was the scariest three minutes, <laughs> like ever. And I just was like rambling, right? And like people were just like looking at me with like, with like, like almost like pity. Yeah. You know? And I was just like, shit, like this is not something I want to feel, right? And I just remember, okay? I just remember. I'm still salty about this girl. She didn't say anything nice, okay? Like afterwards, there's like the, there's like the host, right? And afterwards, she was like, wow, nice poster, right? <laughs> and for like everyone else, she actually kind of said something. I was like, you know, maybe like be a better host. But anyways... Like, ever since then, I still struggle with trusting my memorization abilities and, like, trusting my ability to, like, remember things, remember speeches. Like, for my forensics speeches, like, I did, like, fairly well in forensics. But there wasn't a single time I went into forensics without a script, which is, like, surprising because I think about, like, if I actually trusted my memorization abilities, went in without a script, imagine how much higher I would have placed. Like, my fourth place, maybe it would have been, like, second or something. But it was just, like, I didn't trust myself and I still struggle with trusting myself because I feel like I'm going to freeze. Like yeah. every time I stand up there, I'm like, I'm going to freeze. That's you know, hard. that's like, because like, you're, you're so connected with that like anxiety. Yeah. That, like anxious feeling. No, that's definitely really hard to like work through. Yeah. And like, I feel like that's something like a lot of us fall into, like being stuck with like a certain fear by because we don't trust our own abilities also and like i feel like that's literally the you're adding fuel to the fire of like t um imposter syndrome you know feeling like you don't belong because trust me if you didn't belong you wouldn't be there yeah like you know i i feel like i convince myself of this a lot like when i like think i'm gonna go to engineering and tough i'm like no i'm not smart enough to do this math i'm mediocre at best i if i graduate i'll be like a decent engineer and I will never be anything more than that if I go into medicine I convince myself oh, I'm not smart enough to be with the doctors this is like too of a high-paced environment I don't think I can do it like I'm not qualified or I won't ever be like good enough but as a fashion I'm like no like there's the way too many talented people I don't like measure up like it is so so easy to limit ourselves because it's easier when we reject ourselves than when other people. Exactly. That is so real. If we put the limitations on ourselves, then we're just like dealing with it before anyone else does. And it's kind of like this defense, this guard, because as no one likes rejection, no one likes feeling like they have failed. That feeling is literally the worst possible thing ever. And like, yeah, it's, it's just a really shitty feeling. No one wants to feel that. So the best way to avoid it is like you can't ever feel that if you reject yourself. Yeah. But then you just end up limiting yourself and you just end up screwing yourself more. I think like just trying and just coming to terms with the fact that like the worst thing that happens is rejection rather than thinking it of like the worst thing that will happen to me is I get rejected. Just like kind of taking away that power is just so important. I feel like like I heard this like on a YouTube video I was watching like thinking that the world is happening to you instead of for, for you yeah yeah like like it's so easy to be like shit like why is this happening to me like why is the world against me instead of thinking like maybe this was meant to be mm -hmm. like maybe i was supposed to face this so i could work through it this is this is the world telling me this is not my path like or like you might feel like no i just need to try again yeah. maybe it's the world telling you like work harder and building resilience for something like future in your life and I feel like 
comparing yourself to other people is so real. Like so many people do it. I still do it. Like your journey, your path, where you're at. Like what you're saying, like comparing your smartness and like being like, I still, I do that too. Like, you know, like being like, I'm not meant to be here. Like, I'm not going to be a good doctor. I'm not going to be a good this because I'm not as smart as so-and-so. And I feel like it's literally like comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. Like when you're comparing yourself, like the only, you're literally just basically hating on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you are your own hater at that point. You're being like, you can't do this. Like, would you take it if someone else told you, you suck, you can't do this? But you're taking it when you're telling yourself that. Or even worse, think about it. Like, would you tell someone else that they can't do it? Yeah. Would you go tell someone else that they are not call- like qualified or they're not good enough to do whatever they believe in? Then why are you telling it to yourself? Exactly. Like, why are you not treating yourself like how you would treat other people? And I feel like that's such a basic thing that we're taught in like, yeah. Right? And we like, so like, yeah. yeah, like we're taught this and we completely ignore like the principle of it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's like, like the golden rule. Yeah, it is the golden rule. They used to put all the trash cans everywhere. Really? Yeah, in my elementary school, which was kind of weird. <laughs> but anyways, I feel like, especially like, like wondering like, will people judge me for being in this environment? And like, maybe people will. Like I've been in, um, I talk about this story a lot because it's just something that's salty. Um, I've been in chemistry class. It's always chem class. Okay, it's always chem class. Yeah, I'm so chemistry. <laughs> Um, and like someone literally called me like stupid in front of everyone, oh, you know, that's rude. And then, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I like, I already felt like I wasn't like as smart as like other people in that chem class. Cause like all of these people are like very high advanced math and just like built geniuses. And I just have to like try and compare, try and compete, try and try so much harder to be at the same level and it like hurts so much when this person called me stupid for wanting to go and ask someone for help yeah for like literally wanting to go and ask someone for help and I was like 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 that stuck with me and I was like maybe I am stupid and like this person is is smart like the person who called me stupid they're smart you know like objectively speaking but like I let that get to me and like now I'm just thinking back and I'm like why did I let that affect me so much? I think if you're in such a talk, like if you're in a competitive environment and you're already dealing with all that shit, it's so important to ask for help. Like that is never something that should be like frowned upon. In fact, that should be encouraged more because like, and I struggle with this a lot. I hate asking for help, even if it's something small. Like I would literally rather fail on my own than ask someone for help. Like, okay thank you yeah okay yeah my friends definitely know this people who are close to me definitely know this but it's just like and you should ask for help that's not something that should be a bad thing and it's something that i'm currently working on i i haven't figured out a solution to it but it's just like you're not weak if you're asking for help you are not stupid if you're asking for help it takes a lot of strength and it takes like you're smart if you're smart enough to realize you can do something on your own you are smart it is a lot more stupid and a lot more foolish to think that you can do something on your own and when you can't and take that burden on yourself and fail exactly that is stupider and like i would argue also in like people who deal with like competition or competitive environments a lot of times i have seen this um like friends competing with friends 
And I think that is so fucked up because it could, it goes along with like the asking for help thing. Because when you feel like your friends are your own like competition. Yeah, a competition. How are you going to ask them for help? How are you going to lean on them? And I think that's a really fucked up mentality because also like I feel like people who think like that or people who like view their friends as competition have that like mindset that's like this is the real world. Like this yeah. is how it is yeah. in the real world. Like, But also no the fuck it's not. Like what, you're just not with the right people. Yeah, because honestly I would argue in the real world connection matters a lot. And like your like network is so important so having friends and having people you can lean on and having people that you can go to help and they will come to you for help and then you can grow like your connection you can grow together in like your career or your life or just in general is so much more important and i would say i would argue so much better than viewing your own friends as competition and like yeah because that just limits your network like who is taking you to help if you're being exactly this is something like i dealt with a lot like a lot in my like high school experience and my friend group and i feel like it's something that a lot of brown kids face like a lot of us face low-key kind of i just want to touch on like i'll share my experience later but in the brown community itself like since childhood like low-key we are pitted against each other in terms of competition like People like our parents or someone will always compare us to like someone else's child or our siblings. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of us, maybe not all of us face this, but a lot of us do face this. And I feel like that was instilled with us. And then we start comparing ourselves when we like when we grow up and we're like shit, like comparing and competing. And then we're like, instead of building each other up, like my mom always talks about this or like my dad talks about this. They're like. You know, like the one thing about the Indian community that I don't like is that a lot of the times we don't help other Indians. Like we don't build like other Indians up. We like unless it's your family. Unless it's your family. If it's your family, you'd like die for your family. Yeah. Even if they're like looking yeah. <laughs> die for your family. But outside of it, yeah, that's that's what you're like, like like a lot of other communities, they do. Like if they see like a fellow like person in their community, they'll be like, I'll help you out. An Indian person, like, maybe, like, of, co- of course, like, not all Indians are like this, but, like, a lot of them would be like, I just need to be better than this family, or I need to be better, my kid needs to be better than this kid, yeah. you know? And I feel like that's something that's constantly instilled in us. And, like, like in my, like... I think that's specifically related to Indian Americans. Yeah. Because I would argue, like, I don't know how it is with other minorities, but I feel like it is kind of similar to other minorities, like, I mean, other Asian minorities, not, like... Um, But I would argue that people who are actually in India or like people who are actually in Asia don't have that mindset. I feel like it's really like niche to Indian Americans like living in competing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's like such they feel like they're competing for the same opportunity. Yeah. Um, A scarcity mindset. Yeah. (laughs) But I also feel like it can be in India. I think it depends on like the people. Honestly, like they're. Like, when, well, at least, like, in my family, like, what I heard, like, in my part of India, people are, like, fighting each other for land. Oh, that's such a common thing. Or, like, money. And, like, they don't really help. The, the Of course. Like, family is one thing that people will always help. They can be your third cousin. You'll help them because they're your third cousin. Right? And, like, but people will not help, like, a random stranger or, like, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like it is changing. But when it comes to their kids, it's definitely not. Like, yeah. that composition is definitely it's not just like helping like the poor or like the helping like it's not stuff like that because i feel like 
like our minorities and shit like we care a lot about that and like charity but when it comes to the yeah when it comes to like kids and their opportunities and their competition it's just so like high strength yeah so much pressure like like it feels like we're all constantly competing for like this one seat in college or in this research program and like there's only one seat for like like the brown immigrant yeah. child you know and like like that's something so toxic and i faced this like this was like one thing i was kind of excited to get leave high school was because i was like i'm finally free from the like competitive environment of my like friend group right like some of the people i was friends with like i didn't find out like what they were doing until like after they were doing it right and like it would be like even i would ask them okay like why are you going this summer and they would lie they would make them an excuse they were like i can't hang out with you why i got something going on no they didn't they were at their research thing that they didn't feel like telling you about or give telling you because they're afraid that you're going to steal the opportunity from them and they're treating you like competition and then like i feel like i was having like low-key and accidental crisis with this like <laughs> recently because i was like i was like thinking like well yeah obviously like my friends are obligated to tell me every goddamn thing they're doing you know but it's like and i don't know but also like going out of their way to hide it this time yeah but then I was like, I don't even know if they're going out of their way to hide it. Like, I'm thinking of, like, one friend. Like, are they going out of their way to hide it? Or are they just, like, you know, thinking about themselves? And, like, people should think about themselves, you know? Like, help yourself first. I don't know. I had a very different friend group from you. And I, I'm i so grateful because I only saw other people experience, like, friends' as competition. I never had my friends treat each other like that. And I'm so grateful for that. Because, no, my friends are, like, one of the most, like, oh, my God, of course, I'll help you. Oh, my God, this opportunity is perfect for you. Oh, my God, you should come here. Oh, my God, you should do this. Like, they're so big on that. And I am so grateful for that because I know that's not the case for, like, yeah. everyone. But, um, and I always think about it. I don't remember where I heard it. But it's, like, would they speak, like, they would they speak your name in a crowded room? Or would they, like, choose not to talk about you because of the fact that you, like, you might take an opportunity? And I think about that so much now, especially when I'm friends with people, because I'm like, if I was in a crowded room or whatever, and if I was like talking to someone that was working in law or whatever, I would 100% yeah, think of like, my best friend. Right. I'd be like, oh my God, she's like, blah, blah, blah. And I would so force it together. Like every law TikTok, I send her this, like everything about like internships, law shit, whatever, right? Or like if my friend was like super interested in medicine and like someone I was talking to had connections with that, I would totally bring their name up. And like, I want to be in a group where that is the like norm, where that is the standard, where you support each other and, and you're in each other. Yeah. And it's like, if you think that your friends wouldn't bring your name in a crowded room full of like people that could be like potential opportunities solely for that reason, you shouldn't be friends with them. Yeah. Like I would really argue that that is something I currently really need to work on, <laughs> like ending those relationships really. But I think like, It'll solve us up when I go to college. But um, like another like thing that I like, especially during college app season, like that was something that's so toxic because like I remember this one like thing. Um, I think I might have told you the story, too. But um, it was like like I was like in the hallway and then like one of my um, friends was like talking about like their college app. And then they were like they were talking to this other person about like the research opportunity. And, like, where they should rank it, mm -hmm. right? But the second, like, they saw me behind them, they are like, shocked. They are like, shit. Like, really? Like, and it was, like, it was more like, like, did you, like, not want me to hear it? Because, like, I wasn't going to be, like, 
why did you have that research opportunity? Like, right? like why the frick did you do that? Like, and I was like, why were you like, like shocked for me to hear? Like, why? Why did you like hiding? Yeah, like why didn't you want to hear? And I was just like, like it was just like I don't know. Like people did not in my friend group. People did not really like bring each other up and help each other. Like I think there was maybe two people and Loki maybe even one person who like um actually wasn't trying to like you know be toxic they were like if they did something they'd just be like hey you know I'm like doing this or blah 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 they wouldn't like obviously go out of the way but it was like kind of natural you know I'd ask them about their day and they'd just be like blah 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 and then we would find opportunities together and they got something and if I didn't get it like it was fine like I didn't feel like anything because I was like good for them Mm -hmm. you know like that's amazing for them right but only because it felt like they weren't trying to purposely hide shit from me yeah you know and i feel like in our case like we're both going into college i think it's even more important to realize that like it doesn't matter what other people do it doesn't matter what opportunities you do because no one knows where we're gonna end up in 10 years like bro you asked me like two years ago i would have been like i'm gonna be a doctor and now things are so up in the air like 10 years from now, God knows. Like, mm-hmm. we're just so... It's so easy for things not to go our way. And I think it's just... Accepting that is just so hard. I am probably the biggest control freak when it comes to my... Like, if my... If if you guys knew my close friends, they would 100% be like, yeah, this bitch cannot let things go. Like, she controls, like, every little thing. <laughs> and that's low-key true. You do not know how to procrastinate. I feel like I need to teach you. And then you need know, oh, yeah. to okay. No. Um, yeah, I just I I really struggle with that. And I think um I just because things keep going the way it's not like just because things just don't happen the way I want them to happen recently, it's just like life is just throwing shit at me and it's just like, have you learned your lesson yet, bitch? Like you just gotta get it in your head that it's not just always gonna go your way, you know? And I'm like slowly starting to be like, Okay, thank you, that's enough. I'm starting to get it. Like yeah. Like, and it's true. It's, like, very true. And also, I would argue that when you get, like, rejected from something or when, like, things don't go your way is when you actually end up finding the best opportunities or the best people. Or, like, and that's why I think, like, I argue that even in college or high school, whatever, just try everything because you're just, you just don't know. It's, like, things that you would leave behind because you don't think that they're worth your time that end up actually providing you the best things. And, like, there's things that provide us like monetary value, but there's also things that cannot provide us those values and things that are like intangible. And those things are just as important. Like we bring up choir so much on this fucking podcast because I literally would have dropped that course freshman year. And that course ended up being my favorite class, not because it provided anything. We never learned anything in that class, but like it provided me my best friends. It provided me like a break. It provided me like my support group and i am so so grateful for that and it's just something that like you would have left behind or again like me and sushi mentioned this podcast or i took chem second year of junior year and which was why i decided i wasn't going to be a doctor and i'm actually really grateful that i took it because it taught me that i still like medicine but i can't handle like med school and that's okay like i needed that realization also that was the class that me and my boyfriend had together like that's yeah. how we like and we weren't even friends, but that's a long story. We're like, that's the class where we, like, met. So, like, things that you don't actually think are happening at that time might, like, later on end up just revealing yourself as, like, something in the bigger picture. Because we just don't know. You never know, yeah. And, like, my 
ex-best friend at the time. Like, no. Yeah. Ex-best friend of junior year. Junior year. Junior year. Yeah. She, sophomore year, had made me do this, like, um, university's coding program type thing because she really was into it and she's going into that field. And she made me do it solely because she didn't want to do it alone. And that program is what made me consider coding and engineering in the first place. And if I hadn't switched to that, I would have felt like I failed like as a doctor. And like it's because of that small thing that I ended up coming back to it and that, that I ended up actually enrolling in like engineering. And I ended up switching to like there's just so many little things. We don't know the bigger picture. So it's OK because it just ends up working. Out. Yeah. And like you literally that's like one thing, like comparing your beginning to someone else's end. Oh, like, it's so good. Like imagine like. Like, it's so easy to look at other people and be like, wow, like, they have it so easy. Like, look at what they know, what they want, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you shouldn't compare where you're at because to other people's, like, mm-hmm. like happiness, you know? Because you're, you may still be in the works and they may be, like, farther, like, yeah. down the path that they're supposed to be than you are, you know? And, like, I feel like that's so important. And, like, one thing, like, when I went to um, my college orientation, like, one thing like um one of the advisors there said like if you know what you're doing if you think you know what you're doing right now there's two things either you're wrong or you're boring and obviously there's some people with like that's right passion and he explained that and it just called you but like i feel like that's something to like important like you know like don't like if you don't know what you're doing like even in college like it's okay like you will never like i might think like i'm behind right now but like if i i think i just need to realize that i should use my college time like, I didn't really use my high school time, but, like, you know, time is, like, so valuable. Time is so valuable. And, like, when else will I ever be able to explore? Like, you may hate school, but you will never have this freedom again to, like, try things you'll never be able to try. Study abroad. Like, and if you hate school that much and you choose not to pursue it, at least you can say, like, you tried. Yes, you know it wasn't worth it, but like it's bad. I would say it's a lot better trying and failing and knowing it wasn't worth it for you than always thinking back and thinking like, like if I'd have done it. Yeah, what if sucks so much more than just going for it? Exactly. That was like my policy towards like, like the end of like high school because like I think there were like there was some sort of opportunities. I was like, you know, I'd rather or like apply for colleges. I'd rather apply and like think like whatever then think like oh maybe i didn't like maybe i that's something i could have gotten i would rather apply and get rejected or like do something and have it not work out than wondering that could have been me you know no that eats at you like that eats at you that's so true yeah competition and judgment is just so hard especially now with like the digital age and the amount of resources that we have for everything it's so easy to feel like less of yourself because it's like, oh, you feel so well. And then you see like a 15 year old who won the yeah. Nobel Prize and you're like, damn, I'm not good enough anymore. And, you know, like like so she was saying, you can't compare someone else's start to like your end or whatever. Or But like, that's so true. And also, like, things change so much. You can be feeling like the top of your world. Like you can be feeling like you have achieved everything and it goes to hell very quickly. And then you find yourself again. Like, it is just a very, like, continuous cycle. If things were always constant, if things were always static, life would be boring. Mm-hmm. It is because of, like, the uncertainties that, like, we continue moving forward. 
Yeah. And again, like, I feel like you should always stick with the mindset, like think like the world is happening for you and not to you because you will never be happy if you think otherwise. That's so like literally life is going to keep throwing curveballs. You're going to keep feeling like you're behind. And if you keep comparing your like beginning, like you will never be happy. And I mean, never be happy. It's like you should like take every failure, every bad thing that happened to you as a sign. Yeah. And I think like one of the best ways to deal with that type of shit is kind of just like stop thinking about other people and think about yourself. Like think about if like a younger version of you would be proud of you. Like it doesn't matter. It's okay if you're confused. It's okay if you feel like you don't know anything. It's okay if you feel like a failure. But think back and think of like seven-year-old you. Would they like look up to you and like be proud of your accomplishments? Or would they also like like belittle you for the fact that you currently don't know what you're doing because i feel like that's not true i feel like they would be like proud of like the friends you've done like the friends you've had or the places you've been or the opportunity you've gotten and the fact that you tried and if just the person you are and if that is not what you can say about yourself then maybe like i don't know do some reflection yeah but also like i also think about what like me from like 20 years down the line would say about me right now would they think that like i'm naive or would they think i'm stupid you know like we don't know these things and i feel like just taking that with a grain of salt that you are going to know so many versions of yourself is just so like comforting because how you feel now is not how you're always going to feel there's going to be a different version of you there's going to be a hopefully a better version of you and just work towards that you know don't work towards trying to be better than someone else just work towards being a better version of you yeah i kind of wanted to circle back to like the digital age thing that you were talking about um i feel like it's so easy to become hyper aware because of like tiktok and social media and that's something like i i realized that like i've been doing like i've been like there's so many things about myself or so many things i didn't realize that like i was doing then I realized and I was like, shit. So that's like a negative thing, you know? And like, it it can be helpful to a certain extent. Like you may hear, realize like, you know, like I feel upset. I shouldn't be feeling like this. But you could also like, it could also be toxic to you in certain situations. Like you may feel like, like comparing yourself to other people and like dealing with that and dealing with yourself in that situation is like unbelievably unhealthy. And I feel like taking a break from social media, taking a break from TikTok can like be helpful in that situation and like realizing that like nobody is freaking perfect. You probably hear this all the time, Mm -hmm. but nobody is freaking perfect. And everything that you see online is like someone else's perfect. Like they don't post everything about their life. No one. I mean, maybe some people do, but like for the most part, a lot of people post like the highlights, you know? And you're viewing someone's highlight. Exactly. You're not viewing their whole life. Exactly. And like the other thing, like this might be a little bit dark, but like going back to like the comparing your start to someone else's end, you literally never know how long your life is and you never know how long someone else's life is. They may be super successful now, blah, 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 but you don't know how long they're going to live or like what will happen in the future. Like life is such a gift. Like every single day that you're breathing, that you're on this planet is such a gift. So like use it. And also, this is not to say, like, feel guilty if you're not productive a day. Like, I feel like watching Netflix all day and binging a TV show is also using your day. 
Like, you know, like you're relaxing, you're enjoying yourself, you're enjoying your life. Like, I just think wasting your day is like looking back and feeling regretful, hating yourself, or like feeling lost, comparing yourself, competing. Like, don't do that to yourself. Like, if you hate competition, stop. Like, like contributing. Yeah, it. stop contributing. Stop putting yourself and comparing yourself in that situation. And I feel like that's something I'm saying. Like, I'm such a hypocrite, but I keep putting myself in that situation, you know? Yeah. And that's something I need to work on. And I feel like if you hate it, leave it. Yeah. But I think it's definitely something that you can work on. And it's definitely something that you can change. And, like, you just have to accept when good things happen to you, it's not always luck. It might be luck, you know? It, it just might be something that just happened, a coincidence, whatever. But take it and accept it and just be grateful for it exactly and remember success is what you define it to be and everyone is on a different journey so again like we've said for the million times <laughs> don't compare the path you are on with others trust yourself and your ability even if that's hard sometimes and it's okay if things don't end up working the way we had intended them to sometimes i would argue most times it's our mistakes that lead us to our best opportunities in life so thank you all for joining us on this episode and we love you. Bye. See you guys next month.